the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Molly Hemingway is editor of The Federalist, senior editor of The Federalist, and uh, a, a terrific website. She's a terrific writer. Molly, thank you for uh, coming on the show at such short notice. Thank you, and thanks for the kind words. You've earned them, and my listeners know my favorite verb in English is earn. So, <laughs> <laughs> where are you located, by the way? In Northern Virginia. Uh-huh. You're, you're just hesitant to say the Washington, D.C. area? No, I'm, I'm fully in the swamp, but not of the swamp, as I like. Uh-huh. As no, I no, I know. That's why whenever I hear Northern Virginia, it, it makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I read your points that want to be taken. I'd like what I need to do. See, in these instances, I know when there are people who know more than me. And I have no problem saying that to my listeners. And because I just want them to get the best information and the clearest thinking. So you're one of those in this in, in this instance. So let me bounce off a, a, th- a few thoughts of mine to make sure that I have it clear or at least hear your reaction. I just told my listeners that there is an unspoken villain in all of this. And that is the, the uh, former Attorney General Loretta Lynch. Yeah, I'm not sure if I share that view. I do, so I I read all 568 pages because I am a glutton for punishment and I am extremely tired. But I thought it was <laughs> having having gone through that. I thought she was actually one of the people who was sort of victimized by James Comey. James Comey likes to present himself as the hero of every story, the baby at every baptism. He was a this this report paints him as someone who was kind of slippery, slimy duplicitous. And one of the ways he was, one of the people he was that way with was Loretta Lynch. And I think a good example is when part of the report deals with, they have a meeting where James Comey asks Loretta Lynch how to talk about the Clinton email probe. Right. And she says, right. She says a a matter. Is that it? Yeah. They have a policy of not talking about it. She says, just call it a matter, not an investigation. And they all kind of joke about it. And he does it. He has no objection. He does it. And then a year later, he leaks to the New York Times, or someone with knowledge of this, leaks to the New York Times that this was a good example of how she was playing politics, but he was not. And, you know, he uses the same sources that leaked the, the memos against Donald Trump, too. Co- uh, Yates and Lynch were so afraid of talking to Comey because they were worried that leaks would come out against them that made their natural oversight of the FBI look like they were doing political intervention. And this, this is kind of a thing that just keeps cropping up throughout the report, that the legitimate oversight authorities that were over James Comey had been boxed in by him and, may, and rendered unable to actually do their jobs. Now, maybe they should have stood up to him. And in fact, the IG report says that they should have stood up to him. But it just gives you, there's a pattern of behavior with James Comey that keeps coming to light, whether it's with Democrats or Republicans or others. And it All really right. does end up... You make, your points problems. are totally well taken. Uh, uh, so l- let me f- 
go further down the, the Loretta Lynch thing to make sure I have it clear. The reason that he was in the position of declaring whether or not Hillary Clinton would be prosecuted was that Loretta Lynch wanted him to make the decision. Do I have that wrong? You have that wrong. In fact, that's one of the things that was very frustrating is that the FBI, the DOJ, believed that they would be making the announcement with the FBI. They knew it was a political hot potato. I mean, we're talking about the the first, the July conference, not the second one. This is the July. Okay, go on. And so they knew it was a hot potato. They knew that it would be very, that no matter what came out, that people were going to be upset. Comey led them to believe that they would be part of the of the announcement. And then on the morning after he had already alerted reporters that he was going to be making an announcement, he told them, by the way, I'm doing this alone. I'm doing it solo. He also used all sorts of reasons for doing it solo that violated uh, policies and procedures. You know, you can argue that Loretta Lynch should have recused herself because she had that secret meeting with Bill Clinton on the tarmac or various other reasons. But there's a policy that you're supposed to go through, and there is a path for James Comey in this situation. He can ask for her to recuse. If she refuses, he can quit. But he didn't do any of that. He just he just behaved on his own, believing that he alone could get us out of this very horrible situation of investigating Hillary Clinton, but letting... I, I, I believe, I, that's what I said, a Shakespeare play could be written about James Comey. I think he has a messianic complex. But I, I, uh, this is very important because this is news. I, I get, uh, did you know this prior to the IG report that they were supposed to have the news conference together, DOJ and FBI? I did not. I don't. I don't think it. Right. So this is before, this I is nobody except you has pointed this out. This is this is not insignificant. Yeah, and it just and there were multiple instances of. Like, for instance, he, he did ask for their feedback on whether he should send a letter to Congress days before the election that he was reopening the probe into Hillary Clinton. He didn't ask directly. He sent an associate to go talk to Yates and Lynch. They, they sent word back also indirectly because they were afraid it would be viewed as, um, as strong-arming him that they did not think that was a good idea. And then he disregarded what they had to say. And so the IG report reiterates the importance of respecting authority when you work at the FBI, something James Comey didn't do. And he, he also dings Lynch for not being stronger. She felt that she was boxed in and she didn't have many good options. You don't want an FBI director so powerful that the attorney general... All right, Ari, you'll have to explain that why Loretta Lynch thought she was boxed in. Do you have more time? I do. Great. Molly Hemingway, senior editor at The Federalist. This thing is, 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 is Byzantine. The uh, what has happened in these last couple of years with the FBI, the last administration, Hillary Clinton, etc., uh, is a challenge to one's love of clarity. Moral clarity. Let's have some moral clarity. Yeah, even he's on my side on this. Molly Hemingway is my guest. She is senior editor at the Federalist, and she does have clarity. And in fact, news. She. And by the way, there's got to be some sort of award for you for having read all 568 pages. (laughs) No, no, you know, when I think of what actors get awards for, it's trivial. But you, dear woman, (laughs) this is is an achievement. Well, good. Yeah, I I had to keep reading through the night and only finished writing up my my takeaways on the report at 6.30 this morning. So I'm really appreciative that someone actually acknowledges that it's... Totally, totally. Uh, (laughs) You know what? Well, when you're off, I'll explain to people. I may change the nature of the punishment room at the Prager show. But anyway, that was just for my listeners. Okay, let let me review now. This is... You you really gave us a, 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 a... 
a very powerful uh, new item to digest, and that is that DOJ, the Department of Justice, wanted to have a co-sponsorship, as it were, or a co-leadership of the first press conference in July, laying out the Hillary Clinton server issue and decision not to prosecute, and he went alone, Mike uh, uh, James Comey. Is that correct? Yeah, and he went so alone that he didn't consult you know, anyone at Department of Justice, and he ended up saying some false things about the decision-making process that the Department of Justice had to later clean up. You know, that gets like what? Pain, like what? Just about the, the, the manner in which they came to their decision to not prosecute her. He left out a lot of information about the history of other classified prosecutions and decisions for or against. Now, don't get me wrong. The IG paints a report of a Hillary Clinton probe that was always foreordained to let her go. They were so friendly to everyone they interviewed. They had tons of people up on false statements, but they never charged anyone. You know, they were very, very friendly toward her. But they did have an internal logic about why they were going to let her go, and he didn't do a good job of accurately uh, explaining that to the American people. What was, what, 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 what was that internal logic? Well, they felt that because the information was not shared with people outside of the government, that it was very rare to prosecute for sharing information from one government official to another, for instance. And he didn't mention that in his Okay. Do, all right. An, a, another conclusion or tentative conclusion, perhaps, that I have that I'd like to bounce off you. I believe that both sides have reason to be annoyed with, with James Comey. Now, this is absolutely the most important thing, I think, to take, that there are people who think of the FBI as being anti-Trump or anti-Clinton, and there is truth in both of those things, but there are problems that link both of those scenarios. There is a pattern of uh, belief from a lot of FBI top officials that they are not accountable to others, that they are uniquely qualified to carry out uh, justice, that they that they are just very powerful people who, who are answerable to no one. And sometimes that hurt Hillary Clinton, and sometimes that has hurt Donald Trump. This report deals solely with the Hillary Clinton email probe. But even if they were intending to help Hillary Clinton, for instance, by letting her get away with this mishandling of classified information, the manner in which they went about things frequently backfired, and it did. Ca- I think it caused legitimate harm to her. Even just the issue of that July 5th press conference, there is a long-standing policy in the FBI that if you're not charging someone, you don't trash them. And James Comey tried to get the best of both exactly. worlds or have his case exactly. with you, right. trashing her while letting her go. That's not fair to her. They should have stood behind their decision. All right. So the, this this is very important then. Then, James, do you think that James Comey was politically animated or 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 self-interestedly animated? I, I think that the evidence suggests definitely the latter. That's right. That's that what I think. James Comey was very interested in his own power and, and also and reputation. the power of the FBI. And reputation. Yeah, but, I have a $64,000 question to you, Molly. Are you ready? I am. Okay. Thank you. And thank you again for your time and for your service to America for reading the IG report. It is up there with with some acts of valor on the battleground, on the battlefield. Okay, here it is. Let us say that James Comey were perfect, and no one is. But let's say he were. What would he have done, in your opinion? 
I think he really was in a difficult situation with the Clinton email probe happening at the same time she was running for president. But the IG makes the case that it was simple to just follow procedures, Run, do the do the case, make the recommendation to the Department of Justice. You can even make a decision about announcing it publicly, but following rules, policies, and procedures about how to do that. Uh, later, when he decides to reannounce, the IG makes a very strong case that he had absolutely no need to do that. It is interesting to note, by the way, that he announced it right before the election, in part because it backfired that the FBI was trying to hide the fact that the emails were on the Wiener laptop, and they were just trying to kind of run out the clock until the election. But a uh, district office in New York was not so friendly to that idea as the FBI headquarters were, and it and they were so worried that it would leak out that they were sitting on these emails that they were sort of forced into reopening the investigation. All right, I want, and first of all, all right, I'm, I'm going to come back to my question, but I want everybody listening to understand that that's the answer to the Democrats' charge that he threw the election to Donald Trump by having that last-minute press conference. The fear that this stuff was, was dynamite, and and if they didn't say anything it would have blown up after the election. Is that correct? Yes, and it was dynamite. And it wasn't right. that the information itself was dynamite, but that the FBI not acting on it yeah. was explosive. Okay, good. All right, that's that's very important that people understand no, I think, that. I think what he should have just done was follow policy and procedure, and if he had a problem with how it was being enacted, he had options of resigning. I think he felt he had to stay in his job at all costs. He keeps on hinting that he thinks everyone around him is corrupt, but not him. But he doesn't have the courage of his conviction to actually say so publicly and put, you know, and to, sit and to state so or resign. He instead just keeps trying to be the hero of every story. I think he did a lot of things he didn't need to do because right. he was. Do you believe that the investigation of the FBI into Hillary Clinton's server was an honest investigation? Well, one, that's one of the things I thought was interesting in the report, too. The IG sort of explains that there's a lot of latitude that FBI investigators have, from being extremely friendly to a target to being extremely harsh. In every step of the way, they were very friendly toward Hillary Clinton. They went out of their way to treat her and her associates with deference. That's the original so, sin. I so think. I don't, but I don't, I don't actually think that's necessarily problematic so long as they are uniform in how they do that. And that's where I find the contrast with, like, the Russia probe or other probes to be so interesting. Right. The FBI does not have a reputation for going friendly with people who are targets. And so it does, you know, even though they can say, well, this is within our okay, you know, framework, if you're not doing that uniformly, it really looks biased to me. How important, in your view, is Strzok? Oh, he is. He's not only is he important, the IG hints that he will be even more a focus in the following reports that will deal with the handling of the Russia probe. He was a top dog for both investigations, which is also something that the IG criticizes. That is not fair to have the guy who exonerated Clinton also be the guy who thinks it's his job to impeach Trump. Um, to have that same person on both really shows a lack of foresight in who put him in that role. Uh, he is he does not come off great, and he, in particular, his political bias, the IG says they are not confident that his political bias was kept out of his decisions. All right. What's our time factor here? I'm sorry. Uh, oh, okay. Good. Uh, so I said earlier that both sides have reason, have legitimate reason, to feel that they were hurt 
uh, by James Comey and this process. But as I talk to you now, it seems to me that the the bigger victims, and and I and by the way, obviously you don't have a problem with the, with telling me I'm wrong. And I and I always tell guests, tell me if you think I'm wrong. I don't care if I want to know what's right. I don't I don't have a vested interest in being right. I just want to understand though, based on what you're telling me, it seems that the the Trump people have more reason to think that they were hurt in the last few years by the FBI than the Clinton people? Well, they really are two separate investigations, but I do find it interesting that all of the bias that comes forth in the IG report goes in one direction, in favor of Hillary and against Donald Trump. I mean, there's actually a little bit of sniping against Hillary, but there are a lot of people saying stuff like, hey, I just interviewed the future president of the United States, or someone saying, don't go too hard on Hillary, she'll probably be the next president, or people saying, I'm with her, you know, things like this. When it comes to Trump, they are, they are out of control in how much they hate him. They say they think he will be destructive to the nation. They think his voters are, are dangerous to society. They openly talk about impeachment or sort of fantasize about impeachment. They say, we'll get him uh, as part of the, you know, when someone asks, there's no way he can be president. No, there's no way. We'll get him. Like, we'll stop him, I think, is the actual, we'll stop it from happening. Um, that is such open and breathtaking bias that it's really stunning to read. And just how vile and, um, you know, how insulting they are. Even one of the attorneys actually says something like, viva la resistance, in response to <laughs> Trump winning the victory. So this is, this is breathtaking bias. Wow. And Christopher Ray, does he give you reason for optimism? I was I, I don't know much about this person, but I did watch his press conference yesterday and I was actually appalled by it. It seemed like he wasn't taking seriously. I think that the FBI is in a really bad spot right now because of the decisions by various leaders and top level people. But this has happened before in our history and there is a way through and it does require someone taking those problems seriously. He didn't seem to take the problem seriously. He talked about training, said everything's great at the FBI, said, oh, it doesn't really show any major problems. That is exactly the wrong take approach to take, in my opinion. All right. I can't thank you enough and get some sleep. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye. Molly Hemingway at The Federalist. I'm Dennis Prager. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.